This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch... Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63, or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Good evening, how the devil are we? Um, probably none of us are feeling quite as bum-clenchingly nervous um, as any Toffee fan or Tarot fan this evening. A 
big game for them. And I'm going to be going on to uh, Dan's channel, Turf Miles TV, after this to help him get through it, shall we say. I'm like his comfort blanket. This is Lester Till I Die TV. Catch us on YouTube at Lester Till I Die TV. And if you do, please give us a like and a subscribe. We would love you forever. And thank you if you are listening to us. And that's on all the major, well, not just all the major podcast platforms, but your favorite podcast platforms, because we seem to be on loads of them. It's a small matter of a European quarterfinal. Yes, I know it's the conference, but it's Europe. And and being a Leicester fan, we're not that sort of... I could say big-headed, like Arsenal fans and Man United say, oh, this is below us, blah, blah, blah. Apart from Blood Glimped and bless them for coming this way, they are the story of the competition this season. But, you know, you've got Roma, you've got Marseille, you've got PAOK, you've got Feyenoord, Slavia Prague, and tonight, oh, tomorrow's opponents, PSV, all clubs that would not be out of base in the Premier League. Uh, sorry, <laughs> in the Premier League. What am I saying? In the Champions League. See, I'm nervous about tomorrow as well. So it's not a competition to be taken lightly. It's not a competition to be laughed at. And I tell you something, if we do get to the final, there'll be plenty of Spurs and Arsenal fans that wishing that we were them. Um, we'll bring that guest in straight after this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to rumble. First of all, say good evening to my co-host, and you'll know him. He's on here more than, well, I think this week, Brad, I think I was talking to you online more than your girlfriend. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe we've we've done a lot of talking, a lot of shows recently, so uh, <laughs> she might not be jealous about that. Gets a bit of peace and <laughs> Hopefully, she well. Hopefully, she understands. I mean, she's she's a football fan, so hopefully, she will. Um, let's bring in our other guest. Uh, going to talk to us about PSV, and that is Michael. Good evening, Michael. Hi, both. Thanks for having me. No problem. You are most welcome. Thanks for coming on. Um, tell people about yourself, where they can find you, etc. So I'm Michael Statham and I help run Football Adania, which is the biggest English language outlet of Dutch football. You can find us. We've got a website. We love the Eredivisie. We also love a Dutch national team. So if that takes your fancy, come and check us out. Yeah, website, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, we interview players. We do podcasts, all sorts. But like yourselves. Um, and yeah, thanks for having me. I look forward to this. I think, I think it's going to be a great match. Yep, thank you, Isaiah. Thank you very much. Um, Brad, very quickly, tell me about your podcast that's coming up. Yeah, so I've got a new channel. Well, it's an old channel that I'm reversing. It's called A Matter of Opinion. It, it's like Ron Seal does exactly what it says in the tin. The first episode's on Friday. It's Marvel versus DC. I've got a few guests on there. I've got Chloe, Reese, and Doug joining me for the first episode. And that's pretty much just the theme of the podcast is to get a group of people in and give their opinion on which one they think is better or on a particular topic. So if you want to check that out, follow me on Twitter at Full Time Focus and the link to the channels in there. Yeah. Um, Mike, you, you said, well, you heard me say uh, in, in the intro there that uh, 
a lot of English clubs have looked down the nose at this competition, which annoys me, annoys me greatly because, you know, it's a European competition and I think, you know, it says more about them perhaps than, than the competition. How have sort of, uh, well, the Dutch clubs and obviously PSV in particular um, taken to the competition? Well, PSV themselves were qualified for the Champions League originally, ended up in the Europa League group stages. I know they ended up in the Conference League where they um, didn't necessarily want to be in that competition to begin with. But no. it's at a level, I think, which is, it's been great for Dutch clubs this season. All five Dutch clubs made it into the springtime to play knockout football. Um, obviously, Ajax in Champions League and then the other four teams in the Conference League. It's been a great competition for, for Dutch clubs. Uh, and yet, I think PSV, this is around where they are at the moment, this kind of level. You are right. There are some clubs here that could be in the Champions League, but the level of the clubs in in this competition, I'd say you're looking at a club around around the quality of Leicester um, that could win this competition, and that's great. A, a club yeah. like Leicester or PSV could win a European competition. And and Brad, I mean, we, we've said this often. I mean, we just we just love being in Europe, don't we? Yeah, I mean, ever since that infamous season put us into the Champions League, uh, we. We as fans, and, and, and along with some of the players, although obviously we're, we're, we're down on the numbers of the ones that won the league, but as a player and as a fan, it's just it must be something that's thrilling to to enjoy. It's a, it's a great experience. It's, a, it's it's its own atmosphere, isn't it? I mean, you remember, Chris, the first time the Champions League theme ran out and, you know, the first Europa League game and, 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 and coincidentally the first conference game against Rennes that we had where... Um, the music's just different. You know, the atmosphere is different. The banners are there. The crowd feels like it's holding double the capacity. It's just such a great occasion. And I think for a club like Leicester, um, it's kind of different to PSV because they've been well-renowned in, in, in European competitions ever since I can remember. Uh, they're always in in one form of European competition. But for a club like Leicester, you, you cherish it more, don't you? Because you don't know when this yeah. is going to end. Yeah. You know, this it, could this be Leicester's last European journey for a while, or will will we win it? it? It's something you enjoy a lot more being a club of Leicester's caliber with their yeah. limited European experience. And we, we should stay at the moment, of course, all the best to Louis Van Gaal. Um, mm. comes, you know, all yeah. the wishes of football fans generally, uh, I think. So, uh, best wishes go out to him. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike, when you look at these teams here, and let's just bring them in. These are the uh, these are the sort of um, quarterfinals. I mean, like you dropped down, like like we did from the, the Europa. I mean, it almost seems I think they've, they've missed the, the chance. We're calling it the Europa Conference League. First of all, it's almost like a tag on to the Europa League, and the conference in the UK, <laughs> it's like non-league <laughs> football. <laughs> so it 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 almost does seem this season like it's a little bit of a. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll throw this in the mix rather than giving it its own identity. Yeah, that's a fair point. I think giving it a different name would have been would have been great because look at the teams there. You know, we want we, we want to see one of these teams win this competition. It's going to be really exciting. That mm. I don't know, but a glimpse in the quarterfinals of the European competition. That's really cool. It is. I mean, you know, this, being Leicester, we we like we like being the underdogs, but they're playing Roma. And it's not to say that we're not going to get them, Brad. They beat Roma six one in the uh, in 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 the group stage. Yeah, yeah, and look, we we know all about being underdogs in the European competition. I mean, 
against our arch rivals, if if you will, we 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 surpassed everybody's expectations. I mean, we were set to embarrass England in 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 the Champions League, and then not only did we group, and and then we were the first. Unfortunately, I can't say the only now, but we were the first team to ever beat Seville from England in in a European competition, and and we made it to a quarter final. So we know all about living the pipe dream, and there's no reason they can't. I mean. I'm looking at these teams and, you know, what, there's at least one, two, three, four, five, five out of them badges have all got Champions League experience to some capacity. You know, most likely Marseille, Roma, uh, PSV, Feyenoord and, and obviously Leicester. So it's a very, very close group. And and, and literally, like you said, the sixth one, they beat them in the group. Um, there's no reason why any of them can't come through this. And, you wouldn't fancy facing them because when you get to that, you know, when, when the word final is included on it, it suddenly gets turned up a notch, doesn't it? You know, all of a sudden you're yes. thinking there's no easy game. You know, if you get these in a knockout round, you think, oh, we should beat these. Ask Celtic, yeah. they couldn't do it. But yeah. you get them in the same final, then they're all for it. They're all for trying to win the competition. And it's brilliant to see a group of teams like this in the, in the European competition. I mean, Michael... I'm very much like Brad. I mean, I, you know, I remember PSV. They always seem to be in Europe. They're one of the strong, you know, European teams. And I'm just looking at the odds there. I mean, it, everybody seems to think it's going to be a Marseille-Roma final. Um, to win it outright, uh, it's Marseille and Roma both, you know, are, are the same. And then we're third. And then you've got Feyenoord, you know, which probably won't please you at all. <laughs> are you surprised, you know, that, that PSV aren't sort of in that sort of thoughts of people to, to win it? I mean, writing for football, and I know I'm not a, necessarily a, a PSV fan in this respect. I'm a Dutch football fan, and I actually think Feyenoord yeah. will be the, the outside bet to win this competition. I really do. Really? Um, watch out for them. Yeah. They're, they've got a great first 11. So as long as they don't have any more injuries, just lost their goalkeeper. I think that they're mm. up there. They might, well, in my opinion, I think it will be final with Roma in the final. And then we'll see. Well, it could Not putting Leicester down, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd expect you to say that, in fairness. Uh, the two quarterfinals there, this um, Thursday at 8pm, and then one of those weird kickoffs next week, um, next Thursday the 14th at 5.45. Of course, both are on BT Sport. Static says, um, get well, Louis van Gaal. Yep, we all, uh, we all agree with that. Um Okay, so going into this then, Michael, uh, as sort of not necessarily a PSV fan, but certainly as, as, as a Dutch fan, what you know? How do you see Leicester? We've not had the best of seasons, have we? Well, I'm also an Aston Villa fan. That's my first love, and uh, obviously you get to watch Leicester every now and again playing the Premier League. Uh, yeah. And I can see, yeah, I can see that from from as even my Dutch football head, PSV have got some brilliant attacking players but they leak mm. it defensively. And I know that it, it's sort of similar for Leicester as well, in a way. And I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking to, forward to seeing how PSV can take some of their experienced European players, all this talent they've got, some great young players, as is typical for a Dutch club, and putting that yeah. to the test at a big European stage, playing a tough team, an English team, who will be physical and quick, mm. and, and seeing how they're getting on. I think looking at Leicester, that, that's how I see it. They're physical and they'll be quick, like most Premier League teams. They're going to put PSV under pressure for sure in the home leg. And and what are your what are your sort of your injuries like 
because you, you, I don't know if you've read today, it doesn't look like Vardy's going to be back for us. Uh, well, for PSV, yeah. mainly, mainly clean bill of health. Yeah, um, Cody Hapo is, is the standout player. He'll play in the left wing. He's on the cusp of the Dutch international side and he's just come back from injury. He, he was meant to miss their last league match completely against Twente, but they were losing quite badly at half-time, so they had to bring him on and to, to rescue rescue a point, and it worked. Uh, yeah. He won't be his freshest. Three all, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, Twente were three all. up in 25 minutes. Yeah. Could have been four five nil. Um, PSV managed to claw it back to three three, which I think summed up PSV this season in a nutshell. That they're very poor defensively, and I think. Attacking wise, they can be excellent and even better than Ajax. Yeah, I mean, Brad, no Vardy, they said today, but Thomas could be back. Um, that said, I think it's a case with Tom if he does come back, it just gives the players a rest for the weekend. I, I wasn't yeah. expecting Vardy back anyway, were you? No, I wasn't. Uh, and we saw what happened when he maybe um convinced. Brendan to bring him back in early, earlier than he probably wanted to, um, and it just shows the importance that that is around uh, Vardy. That unfortunately he was able to, um, you know, say, "Look, Brendan, God, I'm really up for this. I know, I know, I'm not 100. I really want to play. I really want to help the lads." And and, and that swayed him, and he backfired. It backfired on the player, and it backfired unfortunately. And Brendan takes took the rap for it, and I think. Maybe that was a that was a big learning curve for both Brendan and 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 Vardy uh, to take it easy on a return and, and there's no reason to do so. We discussed this on our on our, on a show yesterday, didn't Chris? Where mm. I, I I said the biggest difference you know Leicester have over they've had over the last few seasons is we've got a very strong twenty five man squad. Uh, you know Iniacho has been fantastic when he's been given the opportunities. Considering again he's gone back to the very limited opportunities compared to last season. You know, Dakar's been an absolute bolt of a bolt of energy to that team when he's played. He's he saw what he did against Moscow, so we know he can do it at this level. Um so I'm not I'm not as concerned as I have been over past years with Vardy or um indeedy the big casualty missing uh not being available because I feel confident in our squad's depth to fill in and things and, and again the whole Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday routine that happens to, to, to clubs playing in European, well, in this European competition. It's probably yeah. beneficial that we leave Vardy to go and get 70-odd minutes against Crystal Palace instead of risking him yeah. here for I mean, I don't know whether we leave him back for Palace. I mean, when he well, says maybe, maybe not, but either way, I'd rather not rush him back. So. Oh, no, I, I get I get the point. I mean, Rogers oh. today said he has no idea when he'll be back. Uh, there's problems when he kicks the ball with his knee. Um, but uh, you obviously, Michael, you must be thinking, yes, no Vardy. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some pace running down the middle is exactly what appears we don't want to face. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, I suppose with that, then it's a, you know for us it's a quick case of calling Brennan and saying get Dakar on because <laughs> he's the he's the one with the speed rather than Inacho. Um, Static says here Madison has done very well this season, even in Europe. His form is coming back definitely. I, I appreciate you've got to go at half seven, um, 
Michael, so I'm trying to sort of get the questions to you out first. I mean, when when I look at this, and this just well, let's we'll have a look at sort of how PSV got here. You're higher ranking than us, about twenty places higher in 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 uh, uh, UEFA's ranking for what they mean. Um, again, you're in the Europa League with us, and you qualified third. Um, you then went through uh, through the playoffs, and uh, you had a good win. <laughs> That's how now it's Copenhagen eight four over two legs. Because we remember them, Brad. Um, and mm. you got through to the Europa League last round of thirty two. And of course, you have won this competition. Although it was a while back, even when I was young, and that is going back quite a way <laughs> to seventy seven seventy eight. But you just have got. I mean. When you look at that, I mean, <laughs> that scares me, Brad. I mean, Michael, that, that's a good record they've got, isn't it? Yeah, they're one of the big three in the Netherlands, and you can see there they've won all these domestic honours. Obviously, they've had mm. some European like success in the past. But uh, they've got some great players in attack, like I keep saying, and I, mm. I look forward to, to you know giving a bit more insight into a couple of those. But I think with... With their with their defence and their current manager Roger Schmidt, he's leaving at the end of the season. The German coach hasn't been able to kind of get PSV to be a, a, a machine playing against the top sides in the Netherlands, plus some sides in Europe as well. That's happened in the group stages. They had a good win against Copenhagen. It's probably their best win of the season playing against like a, a good side. So maybe they'll continue that, or it'll be more of the same where they just they just lose against the, the sides that match them. Yes, yeah. I mean, bear with me, Brad, if I say I'll stick more with Michael. Um, before no, that's fine. I understand. He's on just great. He's come on. So go Schmidt, for it. You're saying about the manager there. Is it Van Nistelrooy that's taken over? That will be from the next season. So it's still Roger yes. Schmidt at yeah. the moment till the end of this season. Yeah. I mean, I can remember when we won the Premier League that that happened with Manchester City. They announced about 10 games before that um, Pellegrini would be leaving at the end of the season and their season kind of went off the cliff. And we look at Man United now and see you know, they've got a sort of a, a, a manager that they know is not going to be there next season and it, it, mm. it's totally and utterly messed their season up. I mean, is it was it a good idea to announce it? I mean, surely now the players are thinking, well, you know, this guy's not going to be here next season. Yeah. It's a thing that Dutch football's known for, that they'll get a new manager before the end of the season and it kind of for, for me it's not what I personally would think is a good idea but it's just the way mm. Dutch football's always been mm. however I think that all the players are together with what they want to try and achieve at the end of the day they still could win the Dutch league I don't think they will they could mm. still win the Dutch cup they could still win a European competition and winning one of those three things would be very good this season winning two of those would be incredible but isn't expected Yes, I, 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 to me, it's just like I say, a, 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 a weird decision. But uh, like you say, if it's what they normally do. But you mentioned players there, so who should Leicester be looking out for? Yeah, I, I already pinpointed Cody Hapo. He's their best player by far. He's hmm. from Eindhoven and he's very pacey. He's a tall striker playing out on the left. He idolizes Henri. He's got trickery like Henri. He likes to have a good shot in, uh, on his right foot, cutting inside. And he's actually got one of the highest crossing stats of any player in the Eredivisie. So he's also very good at those as well. But then that front three that played behind the main striker, Aaron Zahavi, were all dangerous. And everyone knows about Mario Goetze. 
how he's come mm. back from the problems he's had in the middle of his career. Um, being a World Cup winner with Germany, he's playing behind the strike, and I'm sure that because it's a big match, he'll try and be influential again. I said that PSV have lost a lot of their big games this season, but Goethe has been one that stood out in a lot of those as someone who's tried to carry the team through. He's just mm. got this nous about him. It's brilliant. And another player that I think Leicester will be familiar with is Nana Medueke, who's the English winger who you were linked with, I think, last summer, who plays on the right, right side. Um, he has had lots of injury problems this season, but I'm wondering whether now he's back from a longer spell out, a bit of pace might be what could be useful against Leicester. So I'll be interested if he starts on the right or comes on as a sub, but I'm sure he'll get some minutes in, in these two fixtures. Yeah, as I say, strikers Evan Sahavi, just one more player for me. It's Joey, Joey mm. Veerman. So this is the thing. There's so many attacking players that they're not all going to start. I, I wasn't expecting this long players. list. You're scaring me now. That's the thing. <laughs> this is what I would be worried about as a Leicester fan. Because um, you've got Joey yes. Veerman as well. He's on the cusp of the Dutch national side. He's very creative, loves a good pass, great set pieces. Mm. Yeah, one to watch out for. Yeah. And well, I think you like, have um, Van Ginkel as well, isn't he? Ex Chelsea, is he? Yeah, so he's been in and out of the side. He's not really hit the heights this season. He'd be a bit deep in the field if he did play, but unlikely to have a massive impact on, on the two two fixtures. Yeah, so his career's not really taking off even even lower than it was when he was at Chelsea. Then, well, yeah, it was it was going well for him whenever he came to PSV, and you're thinking now that he's there a bit more settled that it would go well for him, and it hasn't. <laughs> and I mean, who from Leicester do you fear? I think I think it's the pacey physical strikers that are going to run for the middle of the side. I know that Leicester play a bit more narrow; they don't like to go wide necessarily to cross. And I think I think that's what's going to cause Pierce some harm on the counter attack. But I think that that's going to maybe be more important when Pierce are at home and are trying to put yeah. the pressure on. The counter attack could be massive for Leicester there. Because mm. I was just going to say that in that game where they were losing 3-0 to Twente in the first 25 minutes, Twente were cutting through the middle constantly, time and time again. And Pierce obviously cannot afford to do that again. But it feels mm. like they they are quite vulnerable to conceding goals. But to be honest, I can't really see, if any, really clean sheets in either of these, these two games. I think it's going to be very entertaining. Not not with Leicester, there won't be a clean sheet, probably. <laughs> not with PSV. Well, last question. Well, two last questions before before you go. First of all, are PSV any good at corners? <laughs> because if you are, we'll just, uh, pack up and go home now. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, series... I don't have. I don't have no, all the don't. corner stats ready to go. But obviously, it was a totally cheap sides, question that one. Of course, of course. But they're, they're, they're very good at breaking down deep defences and their crossing is quite important. So I wonder whether that would be useful again against Leicester. Can you give me then, before you go, um, a score prediction for this game and then just the winner, who you think will go through to the semis? Well, I'm sure your listeners will be delighted to hear what I say because I, I, I think there'll be goals either way in this. I think if Leicester get a fast start in their home leg, get the win. Because I think if, if Leicester take the advantage, I think PSV... Will then make the most of Leicester dropping a bit deeper, trying to hold on to the first result. And you see PSV getting in with um, their attacking players. But th- then when PSV are at home, you can see home advantage being really important again. And um, it's up to Leicester to make the most of the counter attack to see out the, see out the mm. game. Yeah. But Michael, think, thank you so much for coming on. Quickly before no you go, just give out where people can find you again, your social medias. 
Yep. So it's football Arania, and that is spelled football, same as English, and orange, but change the G for a J, football Arania. And it's, yeah, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, websites. We, we're everywhere. And we do match reports, podcasts, everything. Well, I'd, I'd I'd say good luck, but you know I wouldn't mean it, and and that, <laughs> that, that's, and, that, and I extend that to Aston Villa as well. Midland Club, the best. I, mean, I think I think this genuinely is going to be an entertaining couple of games, and I'm just looking forward to watching it. I don't like entertaining. I much prefer comfortable. <laughs> but, but you know, thanks very much for coming on. Really do appreciate it. I appreciate you got to go. Um, but uh, if you do beat us, good luck. But obviously, I hope you don't. <laughs> Take care, mate. Stay safe. Bye. See you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks very much to Michael for coming on. Um, sorry about that, Brad. Like I say, it was um, no, it was interesting to listen to. He had to he had to go at half seven, so it was only fair to sort of get in him as much as I can in the start. I mean, if we go back and look um, at Leicester's, there we go, history seventy six, which I'm, you know, it's not bad, is it? You know, you for ranking. Um, we did have to get this way through the. Back door, if you like, um, but we we did what needed to be done against um, uh, Randers, and how important was that a natural goal when it came to the Rens tie? Well, it just showed you how pivotal it is. I mean, I think a lot of fans were probably doing backflips at the fact that Leicester hadn't conceded. Uh, yeah. So going going into a game. Um, I mean, it might have changed the complexity. You don't know. Going into a one-nil game, maybe they don't feel the urgency to do it. That you know, you go into a game where you're already two goals behind. Um, I wonder if maybe Brendan and his team have looked at the fact that if you can get into the PSV side early, uh, especially away from home, whether whether that will influence who he starts with, because if if PSV do allow a high line and, and do try and squeeze Leicester, like, like that infamous game against uh, Moscow showed, Daka will absolutely tear that and eat that for you know breakfast, dinner and, and, yes. and lunch sort of thing. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I kind of said it tongue in cheek. I'd like a, I'd like a win and a clean sheet against Rennes and it worked. So I'd take it again. I'd, 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 I'd take a 1-0 I'd obviously be a static with a 2-0. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it sounds like even if the result isn't ideal, uh, that the, the, the PSV are susceptible to conceding. So as long as Leicester can keep themselves in the game, even if it's a 2-1 win or a one all draw or even 0-0, yeah. I'd still fancy us over the two legs to go and do it. Yes, and I, I think, you know, you're right. Like you say, the fact that they are susceptible uh, at the back, um, maybe, maybe we didn't get such a bad draw. But, you know, I, I, I keep saying, and I said earlier, you know, this is really, when you look at that and who's left in there, and all right, Blood, you know, glimped, a true great story. You know, they're doing a bit of a Leicester, really. Yeah. Let's hope they don't take it all the way. But, you know, when you look at that, I mean, you, you can't take this competition lightly. You've got some giants of the game there. And yeah. Slavia Prague, love them or hate them, you know, they have been in the Champions League and then all the other clubs, we know. We, you know, the fact, I think the fact that when you said, right, we've got Randers, 
everybody's like getting the atlas out. Where, where, yeah. Where's Randers? Have you heard of Randers? Do you know Randers? Where with those guys again, uh, with the exception of um, uh, Blood, uh, you know them all. And that, you know, yeah. if you know these European teams, that shows in my mind how strong they are. Yeah, it does. And and again, like I said, I I couldn't recognise the badge uh, for part, but that's six teams that have played at the highest European competition level. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't think. Um, I don't know. Is that P-A-O-K? Yeah, you got Blood Glimt versus Roma. Yeah. Like I said, they, they've already shown Roma, you know, their mean yeah. business. Marseille yeah. against P-A-O-K. Yeah. Feyenoord against Slavia Prague and obviously they're yeah. ourselves against PSV. Yeah, so the majority of that competition, you know, that well, 90% of the I, I believe ninety percent of them have got good European experience and have played yeah. in the high caliber of it. And you know, people might say, "Oh, well, you know, if 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 Bode slash Gullin can do do Roma over, then if we can get past PSV, we should be in the final." It's no means because yeah. they've come out of their group, they've beaten Celtic. I mean, all right, apparently, uh, unless you're Rangers this season, you can do that any game of the season. For, unless you're a Scottish side. Um, <laughs> Celtic can't beat anybody unless it's probably mm. in the European Cup. But um, you know, they, you, you know, you think, well, hold on a minute. If they've knocked out, you know, they've got out of the group, they've knocked Celtic out. They've not, and, and if they go and knock Rome out, that that, that that doesn't mean then all of a sudden that Leicester are going to suddenly go and thrash them six nil and no. them like, well, hey, I've got, they're going to put up a great competition. They're very strong, and I'm probably going to get butchered. They're Norwegian, aren't they? Yes. Yes. yes, they're a very strong Norwegian outfit. They're kind of like um, PSV in regards to how they do in the Dutch league. I believe they're mm. they're they're not the first name you think of because you you know you think Dutch league instantly probably more people probably think Ajax than than PSV. There's no no great disrespect to, the, to no, them. It's no. just first name sort of thing. But they're not a side to take an easy. None of these sides in here would you no. fancy. Whoever you play at this stage have got there on merit and results. So whoever they are should not be taken lightly. And, I mean, you know, it's still, it's a European quarterfinal. Whether it's Champions League or whatever, and I know, you know, West Ham are tearing it up in the Europa League and good luck to them. Um, No, I don't care about them. (laughs) <laughs> I, I no, I don't. I won't say I'm going to go out and watch the matches or anything, but I, I do wish them well. They're an English team, and I, I, I'll cheer for them if they get Rangers in the final. If they have to play <laughs> Rangers in the final, I want them to beat Rangers. That's fine. That's fine. That's a different. I, I, I do. What, I'd cheer for Moscow if they got Rangers in the final. I'll tell well, you. I won't, that. I won't go that far, but oh, I would. I, I don't like Scottish football. But no, all joking aside, you know it. It's. <sighs> Like I say, it's a, it's a European quarterfinal, and it is, to my mind, and you know how how you know few, even just a few years ago, we would we'd have taken this with open arms, you know, we'd have said this is great. Well, and, a few years ago, we got here with open arms in the Champions League, didn't we? Well, to, I mean, to maybe going back further than that. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm just like, I think it's almost like the fact that it's a quarterfinal hasn't really registered and maybe that's well, because mean, it's the conference and no i just think it's one of them again the word final seems to have that 
edge to it, that impetus to it, isn't it? You know, yes. you kind of sort of, you know, you rem- you, you have to remember, I mean, there's teams that were in this competition and I'm not sure how how it was that certain leagues do their thing. Because I know, I mean, this is this is definitely a competition that's going to benefit other countries than us because we have about 400, you know, we have 95 of our, um, you know, of our, of our English sides playing in Europe. We seem to get that many qualifying spots. You know, we get yeah. all the nice two clubs playing at it. But these yeah. clubs probably went through more than less to get here. You know, we, we obviously we played the group stages, you know, so, we you know, we played yeah. six group games, we played the qualifier, we won't play 10 games to get to this stage. There's mm. probably, I, I'd imagine, uh, Bo Glimp probably played some qualifiers. Yeah. So this is a great occasion for them. And now, you know, we said this about the FA Cup, didn't we, last year when we, you know, we won it. Just thought I'd bring that up again to anyone still listening. Uh, you know, we said at that point, I think we got Man United in the quarterfinals. We went, yeah. this is where now you put all your eggs into it. You might as well mm. go to win it because. You can get a dodgy tie. You can have a bad out into to Yeovil uh, Town away. You can have a yeah. you know on a bog down pitch, and you can go out in the third or fourth round, and it happens. But when you get to quarterfinals, everybody, even neutrals, look at you and go, "They should win that now. They should yeah. really go far in that competition, or at least make a certain stage." And and obviously, the thing that people are forgetting, while whilst the bookies have us as third favourites, this is only Leicester's fourth European venture. You know, we had the qualifiers. I remember the UEFA Cup qualifiers. Well, well, of recent years. Yeah, but in recent years, it's our, it's our fourth venture in recent years. And this is the first time I believe that Leicester have ever got to, you know, this is the second time Leicester have got to a quarterfinal. Yeah. So they've never got to a semi-final. It's Brendan's first time in a quarterfinal European fixture. So yeah. Yeah. it's all open for it. So what a story is. It is, exactly, exactly. You know, and I'm, I'm sorry, but um, I don't care what they say. And I, I don't care how up themselves they all are, but Man United fans would love to be in this competition now because they're not in Europe at all. They're not going to win anything this season. Yeah. Yes, like us, they'll have wanted to be in the higher leagues and would have, have been. I'd have loved this to be the quarterfinals of the Europa League, but it's not to be. Um, it is the conference as well. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, it is still, as I say, a, a European quarter final. Uh, you look in there, I mean, that that does worry me a bit. You know, 28 uh games played for Ajax, they've won 21, they've not lost in five. Um, but they do have they have let 34 goals in. Uh, so like we said, they are susceptible, but then again, they have scored 71. So <laughs> maybe it's not so you Matt, score yeah, one, you'll yeah. score three, sort of thing. Although uh, I did I did check their scores out, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just and I mean this with the greatest of respect, but I don't know if it's just the standard of the lower end of the Dutch league. I know they've got a team, brilliant team name by their way. They've got a team called Go Ahead Eagles in, yes. in them. And yeah. I think they played the same. A very famous quiz question on on, on a recent uh, yes. YouTube channel, I believe. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do believe you're right. That it was a very famous quiz question on uh, on a certain quiz channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, as I say, I checked their fix out. You know, trying to keep myself a bit more information on it. I think there was about six games where they played against ten men. Both the games against Go Ahead Eagles, and I believe some like Mao Taheim or however it's pronounced. So they they don't always play against eleven men. So you know maybe maybe Brendan should just tell that. It's not that she need to, but stay on the pitch, lads. I mean, might yes. just in this tie because they've they've, they've yeah. um, 
they've they've shown that they can obviously hold a lead and, and score yeah. goals, but they've also shown, as recent as as Michael said uh, last week, that they can find themselves out of a game. And if Leicester, you know, if Leicester of old, you know, I mean, Brendan said in his press conference that Leicester have rediscovered their identity over the last few weeks, and this is the Farner and Evans is, is you know the elephants in the room being making up more obvious as to why. But yeah. if Leicester do have the dream start and say we go 2 0 up inside the 20 minutes, you do feel that Leicester now are in a, in, in a position where maybe they can see that out and then and, and, and take that to PSV. And, and, and we're not going 1 0 down after eight yeah. minutes like we did against Rennes. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We've got our defence back, haven't we? That's, I yes. think, the, yeah. the thing. I don't yeah. know if that chant will catch on, you know. <laughs> we've got our defence back. I don't know, it might, might be a bit wordy for some people to sing. But, I mean, uh, just we'll Scott see. says there, um, will, will, will Brendan swap in the formation against Pizzi to get players that fit the formation? With no Mendy and indeed, yeah, I just think Chowdhury slips in there. He brought him on at the end of the uh, Man United game. Um, I, I, I think we can't play, like you say, Mendy. Um, yeah, which I think strange. I didn't know he was. I thought he was able to re-register him, and I thought he would have re-registered. We didn't have enough places. He, um, even because of who else he was re-registering him, uh, who else yeah, was re-registering. Well, that, that, that for me is a bit daft. Sack, because I, I guarantee you, he's he's registered Jakubovic, isn't he? But it's that two-three goalkeeper rule, and at the moment we mm. haven't got a Danny Ward. So no, it's probably as well that he's, he's done Jakubovic. Yeah. I mean, I think I would. I think Chowdhury starts or Samari even because you know yeah, with your experience, you know yeah. either of those will fit into that. Um, I'd like to see Evans start because I think this is the more important game than the no disrespect to Palace than Palace. Yeah, um, I think in context it definitely is, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So I'd like to see maybe the experience of. Evans being used if it's 70, 75 minutes in this game rather than in the but you never know with Brendan, do you? You never no, know. You don't. I mean so, it, it all depends. I know I know Brendan sees it as more of a comfort zone. He prefers to have a midfield free where indeed he sits in that deeper role or Mendy or Chowdhury. But you never yeah. know. I believe that when we signed him, Samore was more of a flat midfielder, so he could drop back, but he could also then engage forward, which is what we kind of get more. You know, when we've compared the two, like or, or the three of them, Mendy and Chowdhury and, and, and Ndidi, we've always said that the difference that really stands out between them is Ndidi has that drive forward with him, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, where yes. he sits as the deepest line, but he's still in that attacking sense. So maybe it depends how Brendan wants to go about it, and um, whether he wants to kind of judge PSV for the first hour and then go more aggressive towards them or if he wants to up from the front might see Samori playing in, in a flat three midfield we might yeah. see Chowdhury we'll, 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 we'll wait and see because he might end up Just, putting with yeah. the Jakubovic you, are, you, exactly. you don't know you don't know just to say here um, <laughs> and I'm going to quote the BBC here they have said this is not a test Burnley have scored and it is Burnley 1 Everton nil at the moment so uh Yes, <laughs> come on, Burnley. Uh, just to end, then, uh, Brad. Um, actually, I'm going to nip out, uh, nip over to to Brad's channel in a second. But just to um, to to say, so Leicester third favourites to win it. 
Leicester Marseille final is the second final that they think will happen after obviously Rome Marseille. To reach the final, Marseille and Roma, well, Marseille's one to one, but the other just evens, you know. Roma six to five, Leicester two to one. Um, Leicester Marseille to win nine to one, Marseille eleven to one. So yeah, it's going to be tight, but hey, fingers crossed. But we will be back tomorrow night to discuss it. After the game, 10.30-ish, yes. depending how much injury time there is played. Uh, as I do give my biggest apologies to um, to Chloe for, for using you so much this week. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, mate. How old are you? I'm sure she's, she's quite understanding, so she, she knows that. Bless her, bless her. You got a, you got a woman that understands, then you know you're in, mate. Thanks very much. All the best, and I will see you tomorrow night. And obviously, all your links are in the channel or, or in the text on YouTube down below. Take Brilliant, care, everybody. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Yeah, take care. Cheers. Take bye care. bye. 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 Thanks to Brad uh, for doing that. And he's back with me for the uh, post-match show tomorrow. Yep, he is indeed. So uh, catch over. I'm going to go over to Turf Morehouse TV now. Catch us over there for the Burnley-Everton game. Uh, I'll see you. Thanks for watching. And thanks for listening as well. If you've been listening on the podcast, I really do appreciate that as well. And uh, see you tomorrow night. Come on, you foxes. Let's take a lead. Let's take a lead back to Holland. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Good night. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. 
You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.